1: Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: It's Scout Fantasy Sports.
1: All right, it's Doctor Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, is week number nine. Get ready for it.
2: Unbelievable. We're already in week nine, and obviously, this is the first. Significant bye week with six teams on bye, so a lot of teams are hurting this weekend. We have a lot of players that we're just not sure if they're going to play this week. There's a lot of game time decisions, so it's going to be a tricky week. Isn't week 11 have six teams on bye too? I think that's the other one, right? If there was two, with six on by, right? Yeah,
1: week eleven, and then week twelve has Kansas City and the and Rams. The Rams. Oh, oh my God! Do like the have, worst I, league ever for me. I have, I have Mahomes and Gurley <laughs> in a league. And <laughs>
2: Cup. Oh, I didn't even realize I, I have Mahomes, Gurley, and Cup in a league. Another league with Cup, Kelsey. Oh man, I
1: have to be ahead by so many points going into week twelve because I will just take a bath that week. But
2: aren't I, I a don't you feel like a lot of people that are near the top of the standings, especially in the high stakes leagues, are going to feel it that week too? Because if you let's be honest, if, if, you're if you're in the
1: high, if you're winning those high stakes leagues, it's because you have. Have those guys right. on those teams, right?
2: It's girly. It's Kelsey. It's Mahomes. Mahomes and I no. know you have a lot of Mahomes. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be a. Uh... You you better hope like in week twelve you're in good shape.
1: <laughs> I'll be playing Josh Rosen at quarterback.
2: Oh, don't say that, please, uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's getting
1: out. But this week, I mean, I I don't get why there are only weeks where there was two teams, and this week it's six, and these six aren't great teams. But man, there was one one roster I could barely fill out this week.
2: Yeah, I saw you tweet that out, and yeah, you're right. I don't understand. We're supposed to have sophisticated professional scheduling. This makes no sense. Like spread it out, you know. Don't have a week with six teams on by. It's just stupid.
1: I know it's crazy. So here at Cincinnati, Indianapolis, the Giants, and you know, you think the Giants suck, but they still have fantasy relevant guys. The Eagles, the Cardinals, and the Jaguars. So let's get to some some news here. Uh, you see that Dalvin Cook is expected to play. They're talking about eight to twelve carries for him, or touches of the football of him. Does that mean Latavius Murray's not playable anymore?
2: No, I think he is. Uh, Obviously, you don't feel as good. And I do have a decision to make in our scout online league because I had Murray penciled in. Now I have to figure out if I am going to roll with him. But this makes no sense from a Minnesota perspective. I don't understand what they are doing. Why bring Cook back? They already did it once. He played the first half. Didn't return in the second half. You have a bye next week. Why don't you just sit him out this week? Latavius Murray has done a great job. I don't know what Minnesota's doing here. It doesn't make any sense.
1: It is so unnecessary to play this guy. There's no reason to throw this guy out here to get injured. Like you said, he's got a bye week coming up. Give him two more weeks of getting healthy. I just don't get it. And and Murray's got a juicy matchup, dude, against the the, the Lions. Bad run defense.
2: Yeah, I know they added Snacks Harrison a couple weeks ago, but still. So do you feel otherwise? Would you play Murray, too? Or would you sit him?
1: I, I, I'm i going to play him if I have to. I mean, on a week like this with so many buys, I think I'm going to end up having to play him. But I I'm, I think I have to temper expectations for him. So instead of getting 20 carries for 80, maybe he's 16 for 60. Do you have him in any league? So we can yeah. kind of look.
2: Okay. I, I have, have
1: Murray in a lot. So I have Murray with Cook in some leagues. And then mm-hmm. I have Murray by himself in other leagues.
2: You can't play Cook this week. No. I, I, you can't. I mean, no. I know we discussed this a couple weeks ago and you felt the same way. You just can't because you just don't know. Uh, exactly what's going to happen with him. So I would not play him.
1: No. Um, then let's see who else. So um, Chris Thompson is out. Capri Bibbs questionable. I mean, Adrian Peterson's turning out to be a pretty darn good pickup dude.
2: Oh, man, I was wrong on this guy. I wanted to avoid him at all costs, and he is definitely surprised so far, and they're giving him heavy workloads too. Now, they have been fortunate. They have been playing from ahead. I don't know how they're 5-2. and two. I don't think this is a good football team. Uh, so they've just been riding Peterson into the ground. I'm still concerned if he can hold up over the course of the season. He's 33 years old. He's had a couple of injuries, but he's played through it, but you know he's been uh, tremendous this year, and uh, certainly been a surprise to me.
1: They're one of the worst teams with a good record I've ever oh, seen.
2: Oh, my. I was talking they to – They
1: suck, dude. Alex Smith is just so the
2: worst. Bad. Here's the thing. You do not want to see this team in the postseason if you want to see a good playoff, because if they're the – Say they're like a three or four seed, they're going to lose in the first round. Do you remember
1: the Titans last year where it was just so boring to watch them? I feel the same way about them.
2: Oh, they're terribly boring because you know what they're going to do. They're just going to feed Peterson the ball 25-30 a game, times a game. Smith's going to throw a couple short passes, and they're going to rely on their defense, which has been pretty good. But I still think the Eagles win this division, though. All right, They play the Eagles twice, by the way. Oh, and then next,
1: yeah, I know that. All right, rejoice if you own Cooper Cup. He's back. He's been removed from the injury report. And look, I I watched the Rams recently because I have Goff in a couple of leagues and I have Cooper Cup. I think Goff actually looked lost, Ronus, When he was going back, Cooper Cup is literally always open on every single play. And I think without him the last couple of weeks, Goff has really suffered.
2: Yeah, he has the safety valve. He looks for him consistently in the red zone. They even run a lot of sweeps and end arounds to him. So I really think he is a key part of that offense, and it's great to get him back. You know, fantasy owners definitely caught a huge break because I think we all felt when that play happened. And Could have been done for his career. Yeah, yeah it, it was terrible because he was yeah. parted off. I think yeah. we all chalked it up. We were all stunned to see him come back and play a series in the second half. So the fact that he's off the injury report and good to go this week is a real huge relief.
1: All right, Sony Michelle very questionable. That's a guy I have a couple of leagues, but I, I can't see me playing him.
2: Oh, Doc, I need him in a couple leagues, and I actually have him in the lineup right now. But you are totally right, because this is a Sunday night game. So relying on the Patriots, I think he plays, because he was limited in practice last Saturday. So the fact that he was able to practice last weekend, but it is the Patriots, and you just don't know. But this is a game where they're probably going to need him, I think. I think this is going to be a a high-scoring affair. Did you see Geronimo Allison is doubtful? Yeah, I'm glad about that, because I have Valdez-Scantling in a 14-team league where my team... You know who I had to start yesterday in that league, and I want to cry? Seth Roberts,
0: <laughs>
2: he came through for me last week with a touchdown. But you, like you said, you know, fourteen teams, bye weeks. I, I lost Golden Tate because of his second bye week of the year. AJ Green on bye. So in a fourteen team league, not much on waivers. And I picked up Valdez Scantling last week because I had a feeling that maybe Allison or Cobb might not have been a hundred percent. And it turns out, it looks like Allison's doubtful. So I think Valdez Scantling's a, a start this week in season long.
1: I'm very upset i what? had to drop him you had to
2: drop you know what and i, I cannot... did well, and well, I, scenario, him on I can't blame you
1: yeah well, oh okay you... okay so it's in my league room fourth overall dude i'm fourth overall in the online championship right you know right. that yeah so i have my my tight ends are Ertz, angram and goder oh, so i had boy. no tight ends yeah. my receivers are Thielen galladay demarius thomas taylor gabriel julian edelman and christian kirk my running backs are connor mixon mac Lev Bell Coleman and Foreman. Who was I gonna drop? I had to drop somebody to pick up a tight end, or I was gonna get a zero, and I can't afford a zero when I'm fourth overall.
2: Well, couldn't you have dropped Foreman or Goddard? Uh, here's why
1: I don't drop Goddard. Because the day I drop him, Zach Ertz gets injured. Okay. And then and then I'm screwed because I mean Ertz is a linchpin to my team. Right. Could I have dropped Foreman? I guess so, but it doesn't sound like he's close, man. I know, but now I can't even get valdez Scandling back. I mean, he's not even eligible to pick I will up. say
2: this. I would, I don't think you made a huge mistake because at the time you looked at that situation, even though he actually played a pretty substantial role, he played more than Cobb. That's why I was worried about Cobb, and I dropped him in a league. Not with 20 roster spots, obviously, but I can't really— kill you for that pick i mean i might have gone foreman but i understand why you're holding on but it, it just seems like we're in week nine and see the
1: problem is why i kept foreman just so you know running what, back if, what, right, what if what what if bell comes back and now bell and connor are splitting time right and right. coleman as we know is kind of sucky i have mixon and mac having foreman you know down at this in the stretch you know week 14 15 16 what if he starts one of those games
2: yeah, he could, and I know you have to look long-term with that. What do you make of Le'Veon Bell, man? I just don't – I have no idea what's going on with this situation.
1: You know, I, you're going to think I'm crazy. I give this dude more credit than anybody. I give him credit for saying, you know what, you have screwed me for the last time. I'm not playing unless you trade me. Stop lowballing me, which I think he has. They run these guys to the ground. They don't give a crap about them. So this guy deserves to get paid. Now, at some point, he
2: needs to come back in or don't right. come at all. Because he's what he's forfeiting eight hundred sixty-eight thousand per week, and now it's nine weeks. It's a right. lot of money that he but, let go.
1: Now the point is, if he doesn't come back by week eleven, Pittsburgh could hold him for another year.
2: Well, and I also read maybe some people believe that they might have a deal under the table where they say, okay, don't come back this year, and we won't put the restriction on you. We'll just let you go. And you know Pittsburgh what? Pittsburgh might not want the disturbance at this point, and they see what Connor's doing. They might say, you know what, stay away. I couldn't what?
1: agree with you more. If I, if I was a Steelers general manager. I know this is going to sound crazy. I don't want Bell back because I think it could ruin what's going on because Connor looks so, so good right now. But at the same time, how do I say no to Levy on Bell coming back?
2: Yeah, and I think the other issue is, too, when Bell does come back, it's going to take several weeks. Remember last year, it took him two to three weeks, and that was only sitting out a month of training camp. Now he's missed the entire training camp, and now it's two full months of the season. It could take him three, four weeks to get back in.
1: Look, the Steelers would have to be the most spiteful team in the history of mankind if they insisted on bringing this guy back next year. He obviously doesn't want to be there. Just let him go. Yeah, let him go. It's, Seriously.
2: It's tough because I, I feel these guys should get paid, and Le'Veon Bell certainly has earned a big payday. And I know a lot of people, I don't understand why people are so critical of players and they don't criticize the owners. who are making millions and billions of dollars, and these players have shuts, shuts a short shelf life. Dude,
1: football players sign the worst deals.
2: Well, it's the CBA, man. they got to do better. I mean, look at at baseball and NBA. It's ridiculous. I explain it to people all the time. I'm like, if you sign a $100 million contract in baseball and you burn out your arm the next day, you can never pitch again, you get every cent of that. You know,
1: remember Don Fear years ago? Yes. All right, that guy was the worst. You saw his face on TV, you want to punch him, but mm-hmm. he would not let the players make a bad deal. The NBA, those guys have really good guys who work for them. For some reason, the NBA, the NFL has like the worst uh, the the players association, excuse me, has the most the, the worst lawyers I've ever seen who make the worst deals. These guys get killed, and there's no money coming their way. These owners have them bent over. I would never play if I was these guys ever.
2: They put their body on the line. You've seen a lot of the older players when I see these stories and read and see them on video it's just so sad how they have become because of all the medication they need and all the hits they've taken over the year the concussions it, it's really bad and these guys deserve to get paid as much guaranteed money as possible Dude, we don't Has- know.
1: Hassan Whiteside makes 25 million a year it's crazy and he sucks and an NFL guy can't get more
2: it's crazy and these guys I forgot there was a player who tweeted it recently from the NFL like talking about an NBA contract and they were like wow look at this and look at what we get it it's really yeah. bad
1: Right. And I mean, look, I know there's fewer guys who play in the NBA. I get that. But at the same time, I, I think it's that, that these guys sign these deals. And you remember Jerry Richardson, who's not even in the league anymore. He wasn't going to sign any deal. The owners needed the money. The NFL is in the best place it's ever been. Why are you so greedy?
2: It makes no sense when they generate so much revenue. We know what they do on TV. And these players are just not making a ton of money outside of the top stars who get the big guaranteed salary and the problem is with Le'Veon bell too is hardly any running backs get paid nowadays but the truth is such an easy position
1: every question i get on scout fantasy sports in the forums who says bell in a trade i say don't trade him because i I don't know what to tell you if you if you trade him and he comes
2: back in two weeks you're an idiot doc i'm so with you because most of the time we both have firm stances I really don't know what to tell people at Le'Veon Bell because I don't know. He could be back next week. He might sit out this season. I really don't know. We're all guessing. I think we all thought he would be back by week one or two. Then we heard the report. He's coming back week seven. And, look, he's still not here. So, like, I really can't tell people with a firm answer what to do with Bell. I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. I don't know. If I tell you to
1: trade Bell, somebody came. It was a it was a question. Was like, should I trade Fournette for Bell and Ebron or something like that? I'm like, no. What if what if what if Bell doesn't play and Ebron sharing time now? You gave up Fournette for nothing. Right. And what I if mean, Fournette comes back after the buy and is what we thought? Yeah. I just can't. You know. So I, I just don't know what to tell people with Bell. I think if if you have them, hold them. If you don't have them, don't 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 get them.
2: Yeah, I don't think you can give up a lot for him. If someone's going to just give him to you for cheap, I mean, I guess here's the key. If there's a team this week that's desperate for a win, and I think I did get one question like that, that had Le'Veon Bell, and you need a win this week, you know he's not playing, sure, deal him for something that can help you this week. As we mentioned before, six teams on bye. So maybe you're, you know, 2-6, and 3-5, and five, and you just can't wait, fine. You can deal him and get what you can. Uh, maybe if you're 7-1, and one, you can get him for cheap and hold on to him, sure. But the other scenarios, it's really difficult to give a firm answer because I just don't know what's going on with Levian Bell. He might surprise us and sit out the whole year.
1: I gotta tell you, you know so I'm fourth overall in the online championship. I am praying he doesn't come back. It Could actually you have Connor hurt, in that one right? And it him, hurt, right? right. It hurts my team. It, it actually does. hurts my it team if Bell you, comes back.
2: What are you gonna do? <laughs> if they say, Okay, we're gonna split among Bell Truth, and Connor. I'm gonna right? play I'm gonna play Connor. Mixon and Mac right
1: and I'm not going to play either of the Steelers until until, it, it. until I see what happens that's what I'm have to do and then what if Connor gets two touchdowns or Bell gets two touchdowns I'm le- the problem is if you hear i mean that team I have is so good Ronus. i I hate to say it this way I'm so deep I leave points on my bench every week
2: yeah and that happens sometimes when you draft really good teams I have a team like that too where it's like every week I know that I'm leaving points on the bench and You always kick yourself, oh, I should have done this, should have done that, but you have have so many options, which is good. You'd rather have that than have none, but there are times you sit there and you're like, oh, I knew I should have done this. I would have had more points, but it's better to be in that spot than at the bottom of the league. Right, (laughs) but
1: I I definitely don't. I mean, I need Bell selfishly not to play, and I think at this point, I just want a definitive answer. Play or don't play, everybody will be fine that way.
2: Right, I kind of wish the same thing. Like either I'm not playing this entire year, I'm just sitting out, and hopefully the Steelers don't you know, put my rights back and um, just let me be a free agent.
1: All right. Since we only have a couple of seconds before break, Tennessee versus Dallas, your team here. Are you looking forward to Amari Cooper? Do you think he makes a big difference?
2: Uh, I mean, he'll help. I think he actually helps Ezekiel Elliott a little bit more because he, as much as he struggles and he's inconsistent, defenses have to account for him. They He has been gaining separation this year. So, he's going to help the offense. I don't know if he puts up major fantasy numbers just because he's going from a team that actually passed the ball quite a bit because they were playing from behind to a team that's not going to pass a lot. But he's going to get the bulk of the target. So, I'm not real excited for him. I hope it works out as a fan, but I don't think he sees a substantial increase in fantasy value.
1: All right. What about Rob Gronkowski? Is he a guy you trade for at this point?
2: No way. No way, Doc. You've watched him. He does not look right. I think it was Ross Tucker who tweeted out says, as a guy who has a back injury watching him walk, he's not healthy. It's a problem, and I totally regret taking Gronkowski in Vegas. I didn't do it on any of my teams, and that's the one decision that I regret big time this year.
1: All right, when we come back, we're going to talk DFS with Willie Walls. Let's see what he regrets. Let's see who he likes, and let's see how he can get us paid in cash. I'm Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronas with Scout Fantasy Sports, and we're back right after this. Alright, we're back. We're Scout Fantasy Sports. I'm Dr. Road along with Adam Ronas. Ronas, do you like Vegas Whispers?
2: Do Vegas Whispers is crushing. I talk about it every day on this show, and I know people are probably like, oh whatever, but these guys are crushing it. I think it's 20 and 4 over the last 24 picks. Uh, they did lose on the Raiders last night, full disclosure, but they won on Temple getting 12 and a half. They won on the Bulls over under. They won on Portland, winning by four. They easily crushed that. And there was another college football game. I forgot what team. It's all I, I retweeted, you can follow them at VegasWhispers.com. They give a free pick of the day. Temple was the free pick of the day yesterday. And, of course, once you become a member, you get a private Twitter feed where you can set up alerts to your phone. So I've been using them. I've been using the picks, and people are starting to contact me like, oh, are you with these guys? I'm like, I know them, and I want to help people win money. So people are starting to join. You know, when you see results. So obviously, they're red hot right now. No one uh, obviously keeps that piece up. In the gambling world, 60% is great. But these guys are providing excellent information before these lines move. So check it out for yourself. VegasWhispers.com. You can see the free pick of the day. But I'd say sign up. Uh, I think they have like a seven day pass. So join it. You'll see. The picks are good. Win money. And then uh, join for a longer extended period
1: all right now we have willie whispers now we got willie walls <laughs> my man from scout dfs what's up willie how are you <laughs> <laughs> what's oh, sure going on willie what up it's willie willie whispers willie whispers is on with us all right he's going to tell us everything we need to know about dfs ronis so willie who do we like this week as quarterback
0: oh man you like um uh, you gotta like uh gotta like drew Brees. drew breeze is uh uh like we talked about earlier in the show is 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 passing? Is he's eighty four percent, eighty four percent complete rate at home, three hundred and forty five yards going against the Rams, who is getting killed by the pass. I mean, you just stacked that game with Drew Brees, and also I like golf on the other side. You know, golf does well in games that they are, they, they are, that they are, uh, that they are challenging. They will be challenged. As a matter of fact, I think the Warriors are going to win this game. So you know you got golf on the other side. Love Cam Newton, multiple TD passes in in uh, in six straight games, and is the only guy besides Todd Gurley, uh, the running backs in the last since last year, October twelfth of last year, that has over forty yards per game fifteen times. Gurley is the, the is the other guy. So you got Cam Newton right there, but I also now uh, like I told you earlier, my sneaky guy. It's also I, I do like Fitzpatrick, you know. You know, I, I think I think Fitzpatrick is a good quarterback. But my little sneaky guy this week is going to be Case Keenum. That's going to be my, my my low guy who I'm going with this week going against Houston. But uh, those are you know those are a few things. So I think quarterback is 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 pretty interesting to me. Um, I, I, I like the quarterbacks, but I mean, but I do love Breeze. I love Breeze. And I think Fitzpatrick is is interesting. I think that game is going to be back and forth.
2: Talk a little bit more about Keenum. He was actually pretty good last week. He came through if you used him at a cheap price. What do you like about him this week? Uh,
0: at I, I, uh the pace of play. Houston, the pace of play of this game. They're gonna be training at home. Um I just uh, I just think that Houston uh, they're 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 number one on run on defense. So, you know, I like Chase Keenum and then, you know, also like Sutton, they go with him and on the other side I like LeBron Miller, so I think Chase Keenum is is very interesting this week. Uh, That's why I like him. I I just think, and he'd be low, and he's 4,900 on DraftKings, you know? So that's going to help me get my girlies, get my Kamara's. That's going to help me stack that game that they just mispriced. Four or five people that's mispriced in that game.
1: So Willie, let's talk about running backs for a second. You mentioned Gurley. You mentioned Kamara. I know you like, uh, you know, Lamar Miller. And I know you like Crowell because of the bad defenses. What about Nick Chubb? He's really cheap. The, Brown, uh, the Cleveland, uh, sorry, the Kansas City Chiefs, not one of the best uh, run defenses around. It, and Chubb is like 4600 bucks. Is he like a free space?
0: Yeah, I, I'm not going to say he's a free space, but I think he's a good play. And the reason being is it, it doesn't matter because they have been trailing in the last couple of games. He still got eighteen to twenty touches and Kansas City just bleeds against running backs. So I think Chubbs is, is actually a, a a pretty decent play. I like Chubbs a lot. So it it's not a bad get, you know, if you if you put uh if you put Chubbs in, in your lineup. You know I think? So Chubbs and also we talked about one of the we we talked talk about Theo Reddick doc. Remember? Yeah Theo Reddick at thirty eight hundred on, on uh on DraftKings, you know they're going to be trailing Minnesota, you know, so that's not a, you know, that's not a bad get. So uh, and then Hunt, we love Kareem Hunt, uh, especially Kareem Hunt because you got to remember, you got Kareem Hunt going against Cleveland. Uh, Kareem Hunt since last year uh, has more 15-yard runs, which he got 27 than anybody else in the National Football League. And the, the team that's given up more 15-yard runs, and they've given up about 40 of them, is, is the Cleveland Browns. Okay, they're number two and the NFL giving up 15-yard runs. So, that works perfectly. So, I see, I like Kareem Hunt better than I like Mahomes because I think Cleveland's defense, you know, so I'm really more on Hunt. I like Hunt and Kelsey better than I would like, you know, anybody else that plays for Kansas City this week.
2: How much do you like Kamara this week? 7300 on DraftKings. Like his price has gone down. That,
0: that's a misprice. That's a yeah. misprice. That's a misprice. I love him. I mean, listen, listen, Ronas. Just don't overthink it. You lock those two in. You understand what I'm saying? Lock them in. Because it doesn't matter what the script is. And you saw what Latavia's mummy ass milk Murray did against, you know, in New Orleans last week. You saw that. This is girly. You know? So this is going to be a high-paced game. You know, man, you lock those two in and you figure it out. That's
1: what you, know, you do. It, I, I yeah. said to before, to Willie before Ronas that, you know, New Orleans has one of the best run defenses anywhere, right? We know that. They don't, they barely let up a rushing touchdown this year. But Willie seems convinced that, you know, when Gurley is in a game with a 60-point total, you don't mess around, Adam. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I agree. I know the Saints have been good against the run. I would need to break it down further to see who they have faced, to see if that number is just uh, inflated because they haven't faced strong running games. But – you know what the Rams do. Unless you feel the Rams are going to get shut down here, like you got, I think you play Gurley. I mean, 9,500 on DraftKings. How does this price go down? Every week, at least FanDuel, they priced him at eleven two. In FanDuel, I could see fading him for sure because it might be more Absolutely. difficult. But in DraftKings, 9,500, I mean, the, the Rams have shown they're going to keep giving the ball to Gurley. And as long as they put up points and they over under 60, yeah, I see no reason why. Willie, at wide receiver, give me about three guys
1: that you're just keying Key well, just uh, uh, Cooper
2: Cup,
0: locked in. 6,000, baby, Cup. on DK. Uh, he, he just locked in. You know, number one, he's coming off an injury. So I think that will uh, help depress his, uh, his ownership. Number two is that man, New Orleans, man, they're just freaks against the slot receiver. So the slot receiver, he's going to eat. And then, I mean, you, you look at it, and then, you know, so then on the other side, I love Thomas. Demers Thomas and Keenan Cup. Kenan Cup got a forty six percent. of mean Michael from, Thomas, right? Uh, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Okay, I was going to yeah. say. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hey, it's definitely not that damn receiver from last week. Who I, I apologize everybody. That damn uh, piece of crap from uh, uh, from um, for uh, Oakland. That receiver that got no points. I forgot. Martavis Bryant. Yeah, I, I I deported him and oh his family. He played seven
2: snaps last week, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, so but yeah, I I love so Michael Thomas is another missed price on DraftKings seventy five hundred too cheap, too cheap seventy six hundred too cheap. You guys you know so he's locking a lot. You know I like Taquan Smith. You know, you know from that game. So I, you know, I I like him. So you know, I like I so there's there's a lot of receivers that I do like. But 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 my top three receivers and and, and and I like more, but I think Hopkins. A lot of people are not going to be on, but I think Hopkins.
2: Every week it seems to... like that with DeAndre Hopkins. I know we had a couple of tough cornerback matchups where he came through, but you're right. I think Hopkins will probably be low owned.
0: Yeah, he's going to be low owned, and and, and remember this: they have given up the last four games, they gave up three hundred yard games, and then two of those games those multiple touchdowns. And Hopkins, you know, you know, you don't mess with Harris. So you don't that, – that, a TQT or whatever his name is, you don't mess with that guy. You don't mess with Mr. Harris. But you can um, throw in Denver and the other one. So I, I, I think that uh, – I think Hawkins is a very interesting guy. And, of course, you know, you got the Minnesota guys. You know, they, they're going to have great matchups. Um, but um, but th- those, those are the receivers I like. I, and, and like I said, I, Woods and stuff is a good pace, but I just like tough better.
1: Willie, let me give you two players, and you tell me which guy you like more and why. The first guy is going to be Kenny Galladay and the second guy is going to be DJ Moore. I Galladay is going to cost a little more but he's got more opportunity, but Moore is a little cheaper and he's looking pretty good in a good matchup. Which of one of those two guys do you play?
0: Um well, um number one is I'm going to like the guy that I'm going to, uh, even though he's going to get more opportunity, I'm going to like Moore better. Let me give you the reason why. Okay, if you look at his last four weeks, okay, his nails count was 41%. You know, he had He had 15 routes the other week, the the, the week before, 45, 20 routes. Then he had 46, 20, uh, 20 routes. And then last week, 71, 29 routes. And you know, Tampa Bay is ass milk. When it comes to your receivers, you know, ass especially. Eat, That's eat, interesting. Eat.
1: That's ass while his yeah. friend's ass milk. Yeah.
0: Ass milk. Yeah.
2: Does that shit taste is. good? Oh, my bad. Does it taste good? I mean, they are. They you like are. chocolate. Yeah. chocolate. Yeah. I like, what about chocolate ass milk? Rodas loves chocolate. I love chocolate.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: chocolate. <laughs> so they are horrible. You know, so, you know, you just, I, so I love Moore. What's your a lot team name people, next year? <laughs> that a, I'm going to change
2: it now. That's going to be my new team name, Chocolate, <laughs> Chocolate Aztec <Azimuth. laughs> Thanks, Willie, for the inspiration. Had tip to you.
1: All right, so Moore more is getting more opportunity. Is Moore really a, look, I picked him up in the online championship, Ronas, or actually the world championship. Somebody had dropped him. I picked him up for a few 200. weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah I picked him up yeah. this week, actually, I for understand. 270 oh, bucks. This week? Yeah, what? 270
2: bucks. Oh, good pickup, man. I don't know right? why people. Why was he. So, wait, he was dropped last week? Yes. Why? So, I mean, Willie's giving. Willie
0: is more a
1: potential star this week, or is he just I, I, a safe play? Absolutely. Top.
0: He's getting he, He's going up every week. And the thing I like about him is. He's been one of the top guys for receivers the last four weeks and plays over fifteen yards. He's up there with Phil your Beckham's. You are what He's up there with those guys, and he's cheap. You know, well, so you're gonna get him. You go get him at fifty three hundred on Fanduel, and you get get them at forty three hundred on DraftKings.
2: Here's the thing: there's you a few that? cheap receivers this week that I think are going to be highly owned: Cortland Sutton, DJ Moore, Traquan Smith.
1: Yeah, Tom, I Sut- mean, look, those Sutton's going, to be, right.
2: Sutton's going to be the highest owned of the three, right? Right. right.
1: But right. so Traquan's in a great a- spot, too.
2: Traquan might be, I think he'll be lower of the three, right? Because he's more boomer bust. Like, people won't use him in cash. GPPs, they will. But Traquan is probably, he probably has the highest ceiling of those three. So,
1: but DJ Moore might actually, do you think he'll be more owned than Sutton? Because I think Sutton's going to be close to 20% on
2: I think Sutton no, will no, be owned no. more. Sutton is going to be
0: owned more than anybody.
2: Yeah, everyone's he's talking no, about him, the fall. trade. He's cheaper, 3900 Sutton's going to be the high. I think, the highest owned receiver this week.
0: Uh, but a lot of people don't know about more, though. A lot of people don't know about more. Sure, people Moore. do.
1: No, no, I think yeah. smart people do, but right. not not the masses. I think Willie's right. I think your top two percent people know more. You know, people who listen to us right now know more, but those who are out there don't.
2: And Sutton's been in the news this week because right. of the trade, and everyone automatically knows, oh, Sutton, and not as much talk about D.J. Moore in mainstream.
1: Willie, do you have a pivot over those three guys to, like, another cheap receiver that you think has, like, uh, uh, yeah. maybe uh, Devontae Parker, yeah. Damany Amadola, somebody? I don't know.
0: I, I, I am not. First of all, it ain't, ain't going to be too many uh, people I'm going to be getting with that ass whaler. Not not that guy, but I understand what you, you say, Parker. along long as uh, what Steals is out this week, but the guy that's just really been doing it and and and, and it's been consistent over the weeks is that other more for Seattle. Yeah, the but the it's, you know, t- so he's low, touchdown though. dependent. Yeah, yeah he's
1: touchdown dependent. I think it's a, I know,
2: it eleven uh, targets yeah, the last three yeah, games, yeah. I believe.
1: Yeah,
0: I know, but it, but, but so has Lockett.
2: Willie, really, do you Look know how Lockett.
1: many do you know how many passes Russell Wilson completed last week? Seventeen. 14. He took 17. He only completed 14. So, and more could.
2: Hey, uh, but more might see Casey Hayward. You yeah. think? Yeah. Because yeah. Baldwin's nah, in the slot. Yeah. What about but Lockett?
0: Then, but, then, but then you got the other receiver that I like. The, the Mike Williams for um, Yeah. For San Diego. He's due yeah, for he, a
2: big he, game, man. He's pregnant, Willie. He, he's he's going to win no. if they want it. <laughs>
0: Which one? But which one is the guy that's, that's been doing something last
2: week? I thought it was Tyrell. Tyrell, Tyrell, Tyrell is the one Williams.
0: who's had no, the two big right. games. Yeah. No, but Mike Williams
1: is the better player, and Mike Williams, I think, is very due. I think he's very due for a game.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think he's due. But, see, but those guys, listen, we're not going to overthink it because see what we're doing, Doc, is in most of our lineups. and most of our lineups, we're going to do this. We're going to have. We're going to have Thomas, and we're going to have Cup. So then we're either going to get Sutton or we're going to go with another position like Moore. We're not going to overthink that. All right, Willie, let you me know. give
1: you a guy. I'm going to give you a guy, Willie. Tell me if I'm crazy. What about Rashard Higgins?
2: I like it, Doc. I like it. I don't know about this. I think he's a really good pickup in season-long leagues. Yeah. Callaway might not play. He's been getting a ton of targets. Higgins has shown yeah, I was actually just looking at that, Doc. That's going to be low owned. If you want to low pivot owned, away, right. if you want to pivot away from the guys that we just talked about, I think he's sneaky.
1: If Callaway is out and Higgins starting, I may pivot a little bit. I, yeah, yeah, that's smart.
0: How, how much? How much is Higgins?
1: Thirty seven hundred. Right there, you go. Oh, yeah. it's, you pivot from oh, yeah. Sutton. Yeah. And look, yeah. Callaway's I mean, been getting and, those and targets. They're
2: going to go to Higgins now,
1: and right. Higgins
0: has shown and, and, and,
2: he's a little bit more polished.
1: He can catch the ball. And what's yeah, here? that's a and big start. Can,
2: <laughs> they put Hunt on the other side.
0: Right,
1: and put Hunter on the other side.
0: Right, he, he puts Hunt on the other side. You know, so that would be a great little pivot there. But also, just look at that Tampa Bay man. I mean, just just look at just look at what you know what Fitzpatrick does. He he feazes to his receivers. So now you know all all of a sudden you know uh, you you know what's name is going to be in play now. You know uh, you know you know OJ Howard is going to be in play. You know Evans is the favorite target, but you also he also to to uh, What's the name, Doc? That we talked about before? What's the uh, what's the receiver we talked about? Uh, the uh Jax.
1: Oh yeah, you know he loves he, sure. he he loves Jackson, and he doesn't he he right. likes Mike Evans, but he really uses Jackson better than Jameis ever does.
0: Yeah, he does. And remember and, and remember this, Doc. Remember when we talked about out of twenty two targets, D. Jax has caught eighteen. That's eighty two percent rate.
1: R- Ron, remember last week, they talked it, about D. Jacks wanted wanted a trade, and now all yes. of a sudden Jameis is out. and Now he said nothing.
0: Right, because
2: he's definitely had a better rapport with Fitzpatrick.
0: Right.
1: All right, Willie, give me the balls to the walls call from Willie Walls.
0: I, I, I told you, Doc, and like I said before, one of my favorite guys uh, that I love this week is last three weeks is O.J. O, uh, you know, Simpson, uh, you know, Mr. McDuffie. Yeah, No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, uh, what's, what, what, what's, what's the guy that played for Tampa Bay? Howard. Howard. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Howard. O.J. how in and one of the reasons why is out of the last three games, he's got he's got eight catches over fifteen yards. And and then, you know, who has the who has the worst percentage in the league? You know, the second worst percentage in the league against tight ends? The, it is the Panthers. It, it, you know, it's not the Panthers. And who's number one? that's seventy eight point eight yards. Who's number one? It is Greg Olson. That's Tampa Bay. So you got the number one in two teams that's ass milk against tight ends playing against each other. So those two guys are viable, especially on, on, on draft DraftKings at 47 and 4,300.
1: All right, my man. His name is Willie Walls. You can find him at scoutdfs.com. We've got our video up and ready for everybody to see. And, Willie, I wish you a good weekend and good sure. luck, my friend. All
0: right, y'all take care, man. Y'all have a great weekend. Y'all.
1: All right, be good. Hi, Ronis. So I want you to change your team name to Chocolate out I uh, think uh, I am. Right. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's what you're doing during the break. I know that. <laughs> All right. When we come back, we're gonna go about each game line by line, one thing for each game. When we return, right after this. We're Scout Fantasy Sports. Dr. Ode along with Adam Ronas, Ronas Scout DFS. You like that optimizer?
2: Absolutely, definitely. It's great for NFL, NBA as well. You can get a 7-day free trial. It's been on fire. Another good night in the NBA last night for the Optimizer. And Are you on you know Boban what? Here's the, tonight?
1: Are you on here's Boban? the best
2: thing. So we were talking about it before the show. So for the, I've always said if you play NBA DFS, you have to be available up until tip-off, which tonight was 7 p.m. Eastern. We were waiting on news whether Bobon from the Clippers was going to play. And anyone who follows the NBA knows he's great per minute basis, but he doesn't play much. So it was announced he was in the starting lineup as soon as it was announced the optimizer immediately boosted him up he was 3800 on draftkings and i think his projection was for 27 points and wow. i was refreshing and checking it out so it immediately it refreshes so you have to be there until tip off and this thing helps immediately so if you were refreshing and clipped optimize, you would see Boban was in the lineup. And what I try to do is I'll lock him in. When I saw that, I'll lock him in. But then I refreshed it and checked again to see if the optimal lineup had him, and it did.
1: So let me ask you this: It didn't. That news didn't come out to like six fifty two, six fifty three. Right. Mm-hmm. Did, do you wait to enter your lineups, or do you already have your lineups in and then you'll pull somebody out and put Boban in? How did yeah, you do you?
2: Yeah, I, I already have my lineup set, and then I'll just wait on the news and. Obviously, you have to pivot pretty quickly, and uh, I only had one lineup, in. I didn't play a lot tonight anyway, so I had one lineup, so it was easy to just take him out, make a, a change or two, and it did kind of alter my lineup a little bit, because I actually was going to go with Dante Exum and O'Neal from I time. did. I, I went with Exum. Right. So I took O'Neal out, because now I had Boban, and it did change a little bit, because um, I originally had Westbrook, and now it allowed me to get Durant and Jimmy Butler.
1: Ooh, Nice. Yeah, but so, you, you know, you know, for those critical last ten minutes, whether your mother calls, your girlfriend calls, nah, you have to go whatever. to the bathroom. Whatever happens, if whether there's an earthquake, a, a typhoon, <laughs> you have to be at your computer for those ten
2: minutes. You do now, obviously, FanDuel is. And ch- I haven't played much FanDuel yet this year, have you? With the uh, dropping, yeah, the no, I score? like
1: I like the best ball. I like it.
2: Okay, have you like what has the strategy been for you? Is it? Get a minimum guy every night. Yes. Well, okay. I try
1: for the, I, I've tried the balance lineups, but I have the most success when I drop like a thirty seven hundred dollar guy and I can afford some higher price. Well, because I'm that's assuming that's
2: Exum was minimum on there tonight, right?
1: Yeah, he was like thirty eight hundred maybe something like that. Okay, so that's good enough. Because at yeah. least
2: you get a low scoring guy that could actually put up points too.
1: Right, and that's the key. So like I've used Feliciano before. You know the guy from the Bulls, Bulls. yeah, right? Because he's always dirt cheap. You know, I'll try to get a guy who gets fifteen points, and then if I can get a guy like that worst guy to get fifteen points at least, I know I'm getting something.
2: Yeah, and look again, I know NBA can be frustrating for some people, and I always say if you just don't have the time right up until tip off, just don't play that night, just sit it out because you don't want to be the one who set your lineup at. You know, six, you go away and then you come back and you see, wow, Bobon's fifty seven percent owned? What the hell I, happened? So
1: And I don't have Bobon tonight. I, I need Bobon to foul out in the first three minutes No, which is no, 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 no. Well, well the last
2: I checked, he had ten DK points, which is fine oh, thirty eight hundred oh, no. for now. So <laughs> Right you and the game just started, dude. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Let me see. Uh checking right now. Yeah, he still has ten. He's stuck on ten.
1: What what where is it in the second quarter?
2: uh yeah 724 left in the second quarter that's
1: pretty good he's on a 40 point pace Ronas
2: well let's yeah I hope he he finishes that (laughs) I don't even need 40 give me 25 to 30 I'm happy
1: yeah that's true all right let's go through each game I'll give you each game let's give us give us like a one or two sentence breakdown Bears at Bills why do I think the Bills are going to be really
2: close this week You know, you could be right, and I jumped on the line at 8 earlier in the week, and I kind of am regretting it now because I think this could be an ugly game. And give the Bills credit. Uh,
1: You bet. You took the Bears? and you Yeah, because of the the Peermint.
2: I know. Well, I did it on Tuesday because I thought the line was going to jump, and it has. It's jumped to 10, so I wouldn't take them at 10. But you're right. I think this could be, you know, one of those ugly. It's not like the Bears. I mean, the Bears struggled with the Jets for a little while. You know, they had the wide open. Tariq Cohen wasn't even touched on that screen where they blitzed. So, you're right. And Buffalo, for the most part, I mean, they hung with New England. They held them the they field goals. And, uh, a, by the way, they're a good Terrell, defense. They're not bad. Great defense. And Terrell
1: Pryor, I don't hate him. I think a quarter, he's A just, quarterback, right? <laughs> well, the thing is, is that since he left the Browns, it's just that he's been a, a little bit of a wreck. But do you remember a couple years ago— And he hasn't been healthy, ago, too. He was a good receiver.
2: Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, and, and I did— I Our boy Chuck took him in the third round in Vegas. I took him in a league or two last year, not the third round. I kind of backed off as we got closer, but I understood the intrigue there. And he was hurt.
1: Yeah, he was. All right, Kansas City, Cleveland. I'm going to give you a guy in this game, Ronus. I am all in on Jarvis Landry. I like this is a Landry week for me.
2: Are you playing him in DFS?
1: I will on DK. Okay,
2: he'll be very low owned this week in DFS yeah, for sure. I don't I got, we were, but I, I agree with your. I was the same thing. I was looking at Rashard Higgins. I think this he's very sneaky this week, and we'll probably be talking about him in the waiver wire article next week.
1: For sure. All right, the Jets in Miami. Elijah Maguire activated off the IR today. I I would have told you this was a really good spot for Isaiah Crowell, but are you worried that Crowell may lose 10, 15 carries to Maguire?
2: Not carries. I think Maguire is going to play the Powell role, Uh, but you mentioned Miami has been really bad against the run, so I do think Crowell's in play. I'm probably not using him in DFS just because he is the epitome of boomer bust, but I think in – season long leagues if you're really hurting out running back this week, uh you can uh, it's it's risky, but I think maybe Elijah Maguire or uh, you know, does what Trenton Cannon did last week. I think Cannon played fifty four percent of the snaps, forty six, somewhere in that range.
1: Well what I what I really like about Maguire is I think he's he's capable of being the starting running back. I don't know if that's gonna happen, but he's capable of it.
2: He should well, I mean we've talked about him for a couple weeks. I know he was in my waiver wire article two weeks ago. I picked him up I actually drafted him in a league and then wound up getting him back. And in a lot of the competitive leagues where people know what they were doing, he was picked up two weeks ago.
1: All right. Um, Detroit at Minnesota. I'm actually very interested in this game to see how the lines are going to look. Golden Tate, to me, Rona, seems to be like the glue. And now it's like a Jenga board where you pull out the piece. Are they just going to crumble?
2: No. I think they're going to be fine. I know Golden Tate had a big amount of the target share, 27%, 9.9 targets per game. But he was also... You know, a little extension of the running game. Jones and Galladay are really good wide receivers. I know Galladay has frustrated owners the last couple weeks, but I think these guys are both going to be solid wide receiver twos the rest of the way. And I actually did a bold prediction for on behalf of Scout Fantasy Sports for Fantasy Pros. I said Marvin Jones is going to be a top 10 wide receiver the rest of the way.
1: Yeah, no, look, when Marvin Jones gets the receptions, when he gets the opportunity, he's very good.
2: And you saw what he did last week. That was with Tate on the field, and Stafford consistently looks for him in the end zone. He's always near the top of end zone targets, and he's not far off the pace of what he did last year. And he was a top ten wide receiver.
1: And I like Galladay even more. I love Galladay. I do. I like I both. Think he's in a good. Spot. I do. Yeah, they're both. Spot.
2: They're both really good wide receivers.
1: All right, Atlanta at Washington. I tend to not like the Falcons on the road. But if you is this a Julio Jones week? Why do I think he's going to score a touchdown?
2: And no one's going to have him, Doc. No one's going to be two percent this week. I know. Yeah. I think Atlanta wins this game. I think they started to play better before the bye. I know their defense is shaky, but do you really think the Redskins offense can exploit Atlanta? You know they're gonna run the ball. Like you wanna look and say, okay, what Redskins receiver can we use against Atlanta? Do you feel confident using any of no. them? Paul the Richardson? Offenses? Paul Richardson? Richardson's yeah. good. I mean, I think he's gonna play, right? I think he's questionable. I do too,
1: but but I gotta tell you, Alex Smith neuters people. Jordan Reed, uh, Doxon, uh, Richardson, Crowder. They're all worthless, dude. The the gum on my shoe is worth more than those guys.
2: It's really bad. I mean, Jordan Reed is running all these short routes. They're not challenging defenses at all. Seven for
1: 38, dude. Jordan was like seven for 38
2: last week. And because they're five and two and they're having success running the football and their defense is good, they're going to continue to play that way. But I think the Falcons win this game.
1: Yeah, I do too. All right, uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina, giddy up. So let me just ask you this simple question. I think Dirk Cutter had no choice. He had to go with Fitzpatrick. Winston was just so horrific, and Fitzpatrick has been so good. Do you agree with what Cutter did?
2: I think if you're trying to win games now, yeah, you go with Fitzpatrick, and Dirk Cutter's trying to save his job. And when Fitzpatrick played the way he did the first three games of the year, we all knew he was going to struggle against the Bears and he threw those picks, so it justified them making the change to Winston. Now, maybe they have decided Winston's not our future because, really, Fitzpatrick's not the future. You kind of need to know, is Winston the guy that you're going to build around? And maybe they have thought about it and seen all the turnovers and said, you know what, he's not. And we know Fitzpatrick isn't either, but we want to have a shot to at least stay in the playoff mix.
1: If I said to you fact, in my opinion, it's fact, Jameis Winston will never win an NFL Super Bowl. Agree or disagree?
2: I would have to be more on the agreement side, just because. Look at the turnovers he's had throughout his career.
1: All right, I, I think that's a fact. I don't think this guy will ever win a Super Bowl, and
2: I think that's you the said Tampa the Bay. same thing to me years ago about Trent Dilfer. How'd that work out?
1: BS. <laughs> I, see, here's a difference between Dilfer and Jameis Winston. The truth. Ravens defense. Well, yes, <laughs> and Dilfer was smart. Dilfer didn't make bad throws. Jameis makes. Horrible decisions, and when he's pressured, he's the worst quarterback ever.
2: Yeah, that was w- the last interception he threw. It was like, really? Like, what are you looking at?
1: I know. And the thing is, is that Jameis dupes you all the time. You watch him on hard knocks, and he looks good, and he, and he's athletic. And then you're like scratching your head, like, dude, did he really just yeah. throw
2: that? And you know, uh, people who know and talk to him said he knows the game well. So yeah, it's, it's just it's it's kind of mind boggling that. You know, so I guess under Look, pressure, just you can
1: be a choker, right? You could just be a choker. All right, Pittsburgh at Baltimore.
2: I say the Ravens win this game one. I a agree lot with things. you, and I was arguing with our buddy Ed from the Bronx, who's a Steeler fan. He's like, "Oh, I'm all over the Steelers." I'm like, "No." He goes, "Ravens suck." I'm like, "The Ravens don't suck. Ravens already beat Pittsburgh, and they've been a team that's inconsistent. And they're coming. Here's the thing: they came off a bad game last week, and that's in people's heads. I think the Ravens win this game too. I'm totally with you, Doc.
1: I think the Ravens have a lot of uh, tight ends who play well and the Steelers don't cover the tight end well. I think the Steelers, I I think that uh, Brandon Carr and Jimmy Smith will cover Juju and Antonio Brown. I think Vance McDonald's the key to this game.
2: Ravens defense has been really good this year. I don't know what happened last week in the fourth quarter against the Panthers, but they have been very good this year. This is a rivalry game. You know Ben does not play well on the road in these early games. Oh,
1: especially in Baltimore.
2: Woo. And this is a big game for Baltimore, too. You know, it looked like they were surging for a while, and uh, they're 4-4, four and four, right? Are they I think, four and four?
1: If you I say think they so. are. They I are 4-4. They... Four and four. Yeah, yeah. Four and four. so
2: this is a big game for them.
1: All right, Houston at Denver. I, I, I like Denver this week. I really do. I think they're in a good spot. Uh, I don't hate Demarius Thomas going to the Texans. I think it's a good play, but I think Denver at home is in a very Good chance, and I like them DFS-wise as a defense.
2: I do, too. They're 2,300 on DK. They're in my lineup.
1: <laughs> and and Deshaun Watson always gets sacked because that he offensive does, line is bad.
2: He does, and I know last week I don't think he did, but that was against Miami. Denver has actually been playing better defense, and they can put pressure on the quarterback. So uh, I do think Denver's defense is in a pretty good spot here.
1: All right, the Chargers against the the Seahawks, and the Seahawks really are difficult to to predict because Brian Schottenheimer has just shut that team down. They don't throw the ball that much. It's hard to really get behind Wilson when he's throwing the ball 16 times a game. I mean, David Moore I like, but he's like the Chris Carter who only catches touchdowns. I don't know if I feel comfortable starting any Seahawk outside of Chris Carson.
2: Yeah, I was just going to ask you about Carson, who was on the injury report with a hip. It's an injury that forced him to miss a game earlier this year. They did say they expect him to play, and you know he's getting big workloads. But you're right. It's just really difficult. Now, this game, I think, will be pretty competitive, and I don't see Seattle imposing their will. So this could be a week where you see more pass attempts for Russell Wilson, but it's really difficult to rely on these receivers right now because the volume of the pass game is just so, so low.
1: All right, the Rams and Saints, you're in Vegas, you have $100, and you get to bet the over-under in this game. Do you take over 60 or
2: under? Oh, boy, that's tough. I think. I think I gotta go over, man. I you? do too. I think yeah. I go over. I go over. I can't wait to watch this game. If this is not a good game, I will be the most shocked person on planet Earth. Look, we have to make up for the crap that we saw last night. We're oh, in a good game. That oh, was so bad. Oh, oh, oh. That, dude, I mean, talk about a Nick team Mullins
1: looked like Ya Tittle, dude. Dude, That's the receivers
2: were wide open. I tweeted out, "I'm like, are the Raiders playing with nine defenders? They were so wide open. Like, Aaron Garcon R- has never seen that uh, open daylight no, except, in a no, long no, time."
1: And here's why they were double covering Marquise Goodwin, so that's why everybody else was open.
2: It was so, and they quit, man. They quit, dude. Paul Gunther, that guy's got to get fired. How does what, John I, Gruden not fire? Can you me? start any Raiders the rest of the way right now?
1: I would have told you Jalen Richard, but I don't. And know And Cook, about that.
2: right? But now Cook, I don't even that's know about either. It.
1: Barely those two. See, Richard, a lot of you would have thought Richard Doug would have done better. Week.
2: Yeah, and a lot of I and I and I can't blame them. The six no. teams on bye, the matchup against the 49ers. The 49ers get no sacks and they had what? Six last night? When Solomon Thomas, who I have an IDP league gets a sack, you
1: know it's a holiday because that guy gets like one tackle a week.
2: Such an awful game, man. And I look, that was that's the worst Thursday night game we have left. The only one that's not as good is Jacksonville Tennessee. But every other there's some That could be a competitive game. game though. Yeah, and it's going to mean something I think at that point, yeah. too.
1: Throw the records out when Oakland plays San Francisco. Wrong.
2: You know what the Monday night game is a week from this week, the, the, after the Cowboys Titans? No, what? Doc, you're not going to. Uh, 49ers Giants.
1: Ooh. Ugh. Actually, can I just tell you this? I want the Giants to lose. Oh, of course you do. You want that? Pick? I want the Giants to lose in the worst way
2: possible. I want. You, I want Nick Bosa. You want Eli benched? Or do you want him in there too? Because he can ruin your season. No, I, well, I, I,
1: no, I need Eli to play. Actually, so see, I'm convinced that he, here's a, fantasy wise, right? I'm worried that Kyle Loletta hurts the value of Saquon, what, Saquon, Shepard, Ingram, and, and and Beckham. I need Eli to play. I do.
2: Okay, that does make sense. I mean, then again, he could surprise and and play. Could Loletta well, right be now. that? I mean, he's not pulling a Nick Mullins, is he? Hmm. If he can stay out of trouble with the police. I could you imagine that? Unreal. You saw what uh, happened, right? Yeah,
1: unreal, unreal. Okay. Speaking of police, did you see that thing with the Springfield police that was on uh, Yahoo in Massachusetts? The, some guy got 50, Some cop got 15 years for an interrogation he did on some kid. He's like, I'll put a, a kilo of Coke in you and put you in jail
2: for 15 years. And they had an on tape? On ta- yeah. Dude, it's so bad, man. Oh, my I mean. God, dude. Oh, my God. You don't say that. You think it. You don't say it. I know. I mean, you know, a lot of years that we never had the video and we just heard this stuff, and you, like, you don't want to believe it, but now you see the real thing.
1: Dude, I used to work with a bunch of cops who were all retired security guards. Do you know how many tune-ups those guys gave in their careers? I'm not surprised. I'm tuned-up. got to stay out of you. trouble, man. Stay away oh, no. from the cops. <laughs> don't let you have it, dude. If you guys all need right. fantasy advice, we're available.
2: Contact Green, us. Green Bay at New England. I'll
1: take, I'll take New England.
2: So will I, man. It's uh, McCarthy's coaching Green Bay. I mean, oh, it's such Aaron a... Aaron Jones, though, dude, is in a good spot. Uh, well, okay. Do you, So that means you think the game stays competitive? Yes. Because Don't think you, time Montgomery's gone,
1: and I think Aaron Jones right, is a really good helps. player.
2: Yeah, no, I do, too. And uh, people who have held on and been patient, you know, I think now uh, you can get him in with a little bit more confidence. I do.
1: All right, give me the super sneaky
2: under-the-radar play of the week. Super sneaky play of the week. Uh, I mean... Traquan Smith, is that sneaky enough or no? No, I like him too. I like him a lot. Is that sneaky though? I don't know. It's smart. Okay. Yeah, because I think I think the game script projects well for him. He's actually, over the last couple of weeks, he has 18.5% of the targets. But remember, it's skewed. They went against the Ravens. And last week's game against the Vikings, Breeze at 120 passing yards. They're going to have to open it up. Uh, he, They're at home. Uh, I think Traquan makes a, a big player too.
1: I do too. I'm going to give you my guy. I like Nick Chubb this week. I do. I think that, I that Baker's going to go for a lot of quick passes. I think Todd Haley was running the wrong offense for this guy. I think they'll go to what the, the Oklahoma style. It'll open up some running lanes for him. He's going to see some big running lanes in this game, Adam.
2: Yeah, and as Willie pointed out, I totally agree. He had 18 and 20 touches the last two weeks with the team playing from behind. So uh, this game could be pretty competitive at home. Uh, I think this game will be closer than people think. I do, too.
1: All right, time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the co The office is closed, my friends. Remember, check us out at Scout Fantasy Sports. Enter the promo code ROTO70 or RONA70 and get 70% off your first month. And check out VegasWhispers.com. And be well and take care.